Hello and welcome back to the Inside Voice podcast. I'm your host, James Poulter, and I am here joined by one of the most magnanimous people in the world of voice and enterprise in the UK, Mr. Gavin Fletcher from Amu Systems. You might know them through Uma and Uma Book, which is the recent voice assistant they have launched for doing room bookings built on top of not only the Alexa voice platform, but many other endpoints as well. And we're going to chat a little bit about enterprise and voice. So Gavin, welcome to the Inside Voice podcast. Thanks, JP. Good to see you again. Um, Yeah, so I'm the CMO of Amy Systems, uh, creators of UMA, which is a digital assistant specifically for enterprise and enterprise productivity. And you say enterprise productivity. Well, what do you mean by that? Sure. Well, obviously, a lot of people are familiar with digital assistants and the huge growth that they've had over time, mostly in the consumer space. Um, What we're focused on is enterprise, so B2B, and actually using digital assistants as a productivity tool inside the workplace. So um, the use of conversational AI to help people with their work. Um, In the case of Uma Book, which is our first product available now, um, it is all about helping improve the meeting culture within organizations. And as everyone, I'm sure, is aware, there's no business, um, I think, that doesn't have uh, a meeting culture that couldn't do with improvement. But what we've seen is that the use of conversational AI can radically improve um, the user experience, the employee experience of booking meeting rooms, of actually holding meetings, um, and uh, drive uh, productivity, a real ROI uh, around that. So just talk us a little bit through what Uma actually is, not just the booking system, but why create an enterprise voice assistant in general? And what was the journey to coming to that? Sure. So um, I guess in terms of the background, um, Amy Systems comes from a background of audiovisual and workforce collaboration from our parent company, ISDM, who work with the likes of Cisco WebEx and Zoom Rooms, for example, um, providing uh, technology to improve the meeting experience. And as a result of of seeing that and working with people around that, we've seen that uh, there are issues that could be improved by using chatbots or a voice interface to allow people to um, book meeting rooms and find them much easier than they would uh, using normal software. Um, What we've done is integrate seamlessly with G Suite and Office 365 to allow users to have a conversation using existing business chat like uh, Skype for Business or Microsoft Teams. So these are platforms that enterprises have already invested in and we've simply integrated Uma within that so that they have uh, the ability to to use their voice or or chat um, just simply typing like they would in in a messenger environment to their their colleagues um, to have a natural conversation to uh, to book those meeting rooms and to organise the the various. Um AV equipment that they might need within that room, for example. Now, one of the things that's quite interesting is that obviously in the enterprise, many of us have been using things like uh, Slack bots and things like that for a little while. We're kind of used to this idea of digital assistants helping us. Maybe that's enterprise chat or even just talking to an actual human through a service desk. Um, But using our voice in the enterprise is something that is slightly different. You know, the idea that I'm going to shout across an echo in an open plan meeting room or office space and, you know, have it respond back to me in real time, maybe take some 
cultural change, do you think? Absolutely. We're seeing shifts um, in meeting and desk booking happening. Uh, more enterprises uh, uh, have remote workers. It's changing the, the office workspace. I think there's a, a recent Wired article all about the, the shape of the conventional office, uh, how things have moved from the, the pod environment that we saw in the 80s through to open plan. And I think the use of voice assistants, as, as everyone's using them for productivity in various rooms in their house and, and are now being brought into the office is going to change things around that. We're seeing more people wearing their um, earphones to, to, to utilize the microphone function on them to speak to digital assistants. And I think that will change the shape of the office and particularly the meeting room because we have uh, conference phones in meeting rooms at the moment. So the advent of, uh, of smart speaker um, with respect to conference phones, we, we can see very clearly that's going to change the environment and putting Uma in as a, a smart conference phone inside the meeting room to take actions and to, to take meeting notes and to organize people is uh, is absolutely going to, to, to change the culture of, of meetings and space within organizations. So you're going to stop seeing those kind of spaceship looking like Cisco things in the middle of the desk and start seeing echoes there? Yeah, I think that um, the... Uh, the page is blank at the minute, but uh, I think it will be very interesting. You mentioned echoes. It be very interesting to see what um, Alexa for Business does, um, which is only present, I think, in parts of America at the minute, coming over to the UK later this year. But I think that we'll see smart speakers uh, or these assistants appearing on all sorts of devices uh, within within the office space. One of the things that we were talking about here as we're recording at the Technova Voice Summit in London was around many uh, enterprises not being willing to yet test out these things on their consumers, but why people aren't taking up more opportunities to test it inside large workforces. I, I believe you feel quite passionately about that. Yeah, um, it, I, I think that's a really, it's a really good point, JP. And, and I think What's that, your um, point? So give us the rundown. <laughs> well, I've seen it a lot today in, in terms of the trends in the industry. It's really exciting to see so many enterprises um, really trying things out and experimenting, which I think is um, it, is great to see. And it really fascinating use cases that, that even people within the industry like us wouldn't have, uh, have uh, considered. So that's great to see. But what um, I have noticed is that lots of people are very focused focused around their brand voice to the consumer and creating ways to interact with the consumer, but very little of the, the use within enterprise. Um, having said that, I, th I think what is interesting is that people are, uh, who are just starting to adopt voice and conversational AI um, have a, a whole test bed of employees within their organization where they could test things out. And um, it was interesting that that wasn't really uh, obvious today that uh, people within innovation labs or the uh, building out sonic brand books for example are actually engaging uh, internally with um, their employees to, to test out um, productivity tools for example and not just those people that are based in a big meeting office or in a single location but particularly through retail locations and multi-locations what do you feel about the opportunity that there is there if you've got a disparate workforce versus those that are maybe aggregated together in some headquarters Sure. I think that um, everyone has experienced the problem of uh, trying to connect to uh, a meeting remotely. And I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, a, it's a pain for everyone. In, in every business, um, people are aware of that. And I think that um, the use of voice um, to remove some of... Um, 
to remove some of the, the pains of typing in various details and to make that experience better for the employee, better for the workforce can only be a good thing. Hmm. Now, just talk to me more broadly about kind of where Ami Systems and where Uma could potentially go. You know, we, we are at the very early stage, both in terms of the physical technology and also the AI. And what you guys are doing actually probably relies upon more integrations, more connect, connections with different uh, platforms than, than ever before. Just talk to us about some of the challenges. Maybe what are some of the things you've learned in the journey towards being able to roll something like Uma out? Sure. Yeah, no, I think um, that's, that's a really, really good point and a really good consideration. And we, we were on a, a journey a couple of years ago when we started off with UMA and, and came to this realization point of how many problems that UMA could actually solve. Um, and we went very far and wide with um, the articulation of our value proposition. Um, and uh, it became very clear that, firstly, we were a little bit too early in terms of the ability for, for enterprises to, to adopt this technology as it was so new. But also, um, we made it very difficult for people to consume it. Um, so we went back to the drawing board and realized, let's fix some of the things that we know about. Let's let's address problems that we can see very clearly in the enterprise, which is why we decided to kind of fragment UMA somewhat um, to build UMA Book, for example, which is our first product, addressing specifically meeting culture and the ability to, to book meeting rooms. And I think that by doing that, it's uh, a lot easier for people to understand if it's solving a particular problem. And from a, a, a a voice user experience perspective as well that's makes things a lot easier because if people know the context of of the way that they're communicating with a digital assistant then that creates um almost uh, uh parameters for them to to communicate and and uh, a better user experience i think i want to ask you just a little bit more about you know kind of the enterprise itself has many different customers right so and we've seen actually on the consumer end of voice uh, and chatbots and AI, a lot of the customer business is coming from either consumer experience or it's coming from marketing or these places. When it comes to the enterprise, my assumption would be, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that that isn't the case. Who who wants to put the voice assistant into the enterprise? Who is your customer at this point? So um, that, that's a really good question. We're, we're seeing... Um, uh, organizations from lots of different verticals um, engaging um, to, to look at um, voice. What I've noticed, certainly even in the last 12 months, is that voice and conversational AI is being considered as part of wider digital transformations. Um, and it, it is being considered, and marketing departments are looking at voice as part of their overall brand book, uh, as part of perhaps their sonic branding. Um, and uh, obviously we're in the industry, so it's we're quite close to seeing these things happen. But it's certainly over the last 12 months, more and more people are exploring it. Um, in terms of, of customers, yeah, we, we're seeing enterprises that uh, have realized that they have an issue with their meeting culture, for example, and that if they have the ability to um, improve the uh, uh, experience for employees to book meeting rooms and uh, make more people uh, productive in the work environment, then they will invest in that. Um, but is that the head of HR? Is that the head of employee experience? Is it the CIO? Like who, who inside the business wants to buy this? So I think... Um, 
typically the the people that are most engaged are the people working in the realms of innovation uh, and the technical side. They're certainly the most receptive and I I believe they're the people that are really working closely with marketing departments to look at uh, at consumer innovation and how they utilize the the advent of masses of smart speakers out there to connect to their customers. So they're the people that really understand, uh, I guess, voice and conversation AI and can uh, perhaps introduce that into their business. But the people um, where enterprise um, productivity tools uh, are, are most applicable, uh, and in the instance of, of Uma Book addressing meeting room culture, these are the facilities managers. These are the people that have to manage okay, the right. space in the organization. Mm. So actually what we're seeing is that um, in the same way that when mobile got introduced into organizations that almost IT was fragmented and shadow IT kind of popped up quite a bit where innovation was taking place at at different departmental levels. And one of the big problems that happened there, particularly with mobile, was that bring your own device posed both a massive cost-saving opportunity and a massive security challenge. Talk to us how you feel about that. You know, putting these unlicensed, you know, you can do a pat test on them, maybe make sure they're not going to short circuit your meeting room IT system. But other than that, you know, putting the uh, ability to open openly call and receive data into an open environment inside what can often be much more risk averse could be a big challenge. Are you seeing that pushback? Yeah, absolutely. I think there are massive concerns, particularly within some uh, obvious verticals, um, pharmaceutical, financial markets, where um, corporate data is extremely important. And uh, exactly. And uh, the uh, importance of having a privacy first approach to the use of digital assistance is essential. Um, we've worked um, to address that by single sign-on, so integrating with things like Microsoft Um, Exchange. Office 365 means that there has to be authentication before anyone is able to access any corporate data. But um, I think that uh, as as with mobile, um, when uh, perhaps BlackBerry started to be displaced because the iPhone was uh, an improved productivity tool, people started to bring their iPhones to work, use their apps on their iPhone, and corporate data was starting to to drop into those applications. In the same way, we're seeing people taking their digital assistants to work in some instances. There are echoes popped into people's laptop bags. And if enterprises don't really get a story around that inside their organization, then the same issues with with bring your own device of people bringing their own mobile devices and using them will occur with digital assistants. Well, Gavin Fletcher, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us on Inside Voice. If people want to find out more about Uma, where can they go and do that? Uh, they can find more at uma.technology or they can also find more at amysystems.com, which is A-M-M-I-Systems.com. And if they want to follow along with your Gav rants from time to time about the future of enterprise and voice, where can they find you online? Um, they can find me on LinkedIn, but very soon I think uh, you should keep an eye out. We're, we're going through a rebrand of Uma at the moment and we're going to be a bit more vocal, I think, on uh, Uma and digital assistance uh, and the impact on enterprise. Okay, well, you heard it here first. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Gavin, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the Inside Voice podcast uh, from voicesummit.ai and we look forward to seeing you in Newark in July. Thanks very much, JP. Look forward to seeing you there.